This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Thursday, January 27th, 2022. I'm Caleb Brown. If you follow the dramatic shift toward educational freedom in the past year in states, you may wonder what Congress has to say about it even if Congress has no constitutional role in education. Michigan Republican Congressman John Molinar is part of what's known as the School Choice Caucus in Congress. We talked about school choice in 2022 earlier this week. Careful listeners to this podcast will know that I live in Kentucky, and Kentucky is one of the states that adopted a small but robust school choice program in 2021. West Virginia was the more notable, it pains me to say, more notable uh, school choice program. Uh, So, you know, watching how states have rolled this out, you're in Michigan, which has a long history of school choice. Uh, You know, how have you evaluated the last couple of years with respect to school choice? Well, as you point out, Michigan was an early leader uh, in school choice. The Mackinac Center for Public Policy really had been uh, formulating the policies that would justify it in legislation. Um, Governor John Engler uh, in the early 90s was a pioneer and and uh, really a leader in, in making uh, charter schools something that were viable in Michigan. We've had Betsy DeVos, the former Secretary of Education, has been a leader in so many ways across the country, but having her in Michigan has been a a huge help as well. So uh, I feel very good about the foundation that has been built here in Michigan. I myself was a charter school administrator for a number of years and uh, have seen the benefits of school choice. You know, the last several years, um, you know, I think with COVID, with people responding, uh, I think there's a real opportunity to grow school choice in Michigan as well as around the country as parents are more engaged in their children's education, seeing what's being taught. And um, so I, I'm excited about the opportunities ahead of us. So Congress, if I read the Constitution and I do a quick control F on the Constitution, I'm not going to find the word education. Well, and really this, I'm a believer in states leading the way on education. You know, on the federal level, uh, I've introduced along with 17 other colleagues uh, legislation, a resolution supporting National School Choice Week. And uh, we certainly want to foster an environment that encourages school choice. But ultimately, it's going to be states leading the way. And that's what's happened over the years and, and will continue to happen. Well, great. So what to what extent can Congress get out of the way? Well, I think, you know, again, I think a lot of what we can do is emphasize the importance of school choice and really advocate for parents' role in education. You know, when I was a charter school administrator, we had the philosophy that parents were the primary educators of their children. It was as simple as that. And we were there to support those efforts to bring in expertise, to supplement those efforts. And uh, I think Congress has a role of amplifying that message. We can also look at the funding that does go to states and uh, try and find ways to help that follow the student uh, as opposed to simply going into the bureaucracy. See, now that concerns me. That concerns me is as much as you're a member of Congress, so you see how it's made, the sausage. And it concerns me that given the change in in leadership in Congress, that a whole lot can change about K-12 education because of the money that Congress sends to states, whether it's to to parents or students. Just the fact that Congress is the one pulling some strings 
strikes me as a problem. Well, you know, as long as, you know, Congress has a role in funding education, you're going to have that tension. You know, I serve on the Appropriations Committee, and one of the things that I think is important is for our Appropriations Subcommittee, I'm on the Labor Health Education Subcommittee, to hold the Secretary of Education accountable. So when we had Secretary Cardona in front of us, I was able to ask him questions about critical race theory, about what was being taught. Uh, And he's going to have to answer questions about this idea, you know, the letter from the school board association to the uh, attorney general targeting parents and wanting to track parents' role in school boards. Um, You know, those are the kinds of things we have an oversight role, but you're right. I would like to see the federal government less involved, states more in the driver's seat. Yeah, it, it, it's it's interesting. You talk about holding the Secretary of Education accountable. I think, uh, broadly speaking, among our uh, education, our K-12 scholars at the Cato Institute, they would say, why have a Secretary of Education? Right. And that's something that has, is, will continue to be debated you know, in Congress. Obviously, there's not the support uh, for that at this time to, to make those kind of changes. So, you I know, mean, this was a this was a campaign plank of, uh, of Ronald Reagan, if I recall correctly, of eliminating the Department of Education, which at the time, of course, hadn't been around there very long. Right. Right. And he also said, you know, ending a federal program, <laughs> the, the closest thing to eternal life on Earth is a federal program. So we know the challenges associated with that. So, you know, as we hopefully in the Republican Party gain the majority in the House, we'll be in a in a role to bring greater accountability to whatever funds are spent on the federal level and make sure that we're holding the entire bureaucracy accountable for for what it's doing. But you're right, that that's a limited role. Uh, but to me, it's an essential role for the for where we are today. It has been my belief, and I say it pretty much every time, that every moment spent talking about critical race theory is a moment spent not talking about school choice. Well, I think you're right. I think the key thing here is that parents should have the right to choose their children's education, uh, should be involved uh, in their children's education and not be viewed as the enemy. Um, You know, I think parents should have the right to know what is being taught. And these you know, areas of curriculum, whether it's standards and benchmarks in the state level or the local curriculum at their school district, there ought to be transparency so parents can know. And uh, and I think one of the concerns that parents have is that they're going to be in a situation where their kids are somehow being divided based on race and uh, with this concept of privilege, uh, which is dangerous. And uh, so, I agree with you. I think the advocacy and the energy should be focused on how do we promote school choice and and parents' role. Why is this a partisan issue? You know, I think it comes down to politics. I think it comes down to constituencies. You know, I think there's, uh, you know, the 1619 Project concept and people who have bought into this uh, revisionist history. um, And and it it becomes two different camps. And uh, to me, I think we ought to be able to, you know, teach, you know, the uh, greatness of America as well as, you know, our flaws and how we've corrected those flaws towards a more perfect union. Um, But we ought to teach it in an accurate way without a political agenda. One of the concerns that I have 
and this is a more of a state issue question. Again, this is con- Congress has no legitimate role here. Um, is that in state level attempts to prohibit what they believe critical race theory to be, whenever lawmakers write a law, they inevitably end up uh, implementation is clunky. It's yeah. not uh, carefully done. It, it, it's not perfectly applied. And even if you're attempting to prohibit a discussion of a certain type, you may end up prohibiting reasonable, calm, rational discussions about the original sin of the United States, slavery. Right. Now, I think you make a great point because really what we want is truthful representations of history being taught. And ultimately, you want parents engaged and you want transparency in that. Um, And you're right, as you try and define things, what should be banned in state law, it gets very, as you point out, very clunky. And we'd be better off being able to understand uh, in a deep way what is being taught and how to critique that so you get towards a better uh, curriculum and parents have the opportunity to influence their school boards uh, as well as their state boards of education. What else? What else am I leaving on the table here? You know, I think, first of all, I think these are all great questions. And, uh, you know, school choice, because of, you know, what we've gone through in the last couple of years, I think has a real opportunity. There's a lot of energy on behalf of parents wanting the best for their children. And I think between vaccine mandates, between mask mandates, uh, people are concerned that, you know, their children are not getting the best education possible. And so they should be in the position of being able to choose what is best for their children. John Molinar is a Republican congressman from Michigan. Subscribe to and give a rating to the Cato Daily Podcast in your podcast platform of choice. And follow us on Twitter at Cato Podcast.